Hello, this is Pastor Georgi from Pointed2Eternity.com and welcome back to another study session on the book of Ezekiel. So, we are in session 26 today wherein we are going to see chapter 17 verses 1 to 10. So, as a review, the book of Ezekiel is a series of messages given to the prophet Ezekiel and he is actually issuing a series of messages which are relevant for not only Israel but even for us also. See Babylon had laid three sieges against Jerusalem. The first one Daniel and his friends were taken along with a very large number of captives. And in the second siege Ezekiel the prophet was taken along with many others. And the third siege Jerusalem is besieged by Nebuchadnezzar and Jerusalem is destroyed. So Ezekiel has messages regarding the coming destruction of Jerusalem and not only that he talks about the Islamic nations the restoration of Israel in the end times the Gog Magog invasion and how God protects Israel the Millennium Temple in the first deportation as I said before Nebuchadnezzar had removed the current king Jehoachin and placed his uncle Zedekiah in charge as a vassal king Nebuchadnezzar made Zedekiah swear an oath before God that he will be obedient to Nebuchadnezzar. But what did Zedekiah do? He broke his covenant that he made with Nebuchadnezzar and he sought help from Egypt so as to avoid his commitments to Nebuchadnezzar. Jeremiah the prophet had warned Zedekiah against making such kind of arrangements but he did not pay attention. And in session 7, you know, you're seeing this chart which we already saw in session 7 wherein all these things are placed in a historical timeline. You see those three sieges, siege 1, siege 2, siege 3 and during siege 1, Jeremiah was prophesying and in, it, is, it was in that first siege that Daniel and his friends were taken. The second siege, Ezekiel was taken and the third siege brings the destruction of Jerusalem. So the first siege starts the period called as the captivity period ending with the decree of Cyrus and the third siege that is the destruction of Jerusalem starts the time period of the desolation of Jerusalem and it ends at the time of the decree of Artaxerxes. So we see that all these things are happening during the second chronicle period and after the decree of Artaxerxes comes the 70 weeks of Daniel and during which time Ezra and Nehemiah are the post-exilic writers and Haggai, Zechariah and all those people are the post-exilic prophets. So with that intro, let's enter chapter 17. See this prophecy was given roughly five years before the destruction of Jerusalem. That is between the sixth month of Zedekiah's sixth year of reign and the fifth month of the seventh year after the deportation of Jehoachin. So in this chapter, the nations of Judah, Babylon and Egypt are referred in this parable. And the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, pose a riddle and speak a parable to the house of Israel. A riddle, you know, the Hebrew word means a perplexing saying which requires further explanation. It's the same word we see the riddle which Samson asked the Philistines and the hard questions 
the queen of sheba asked solomon and say thus says the lord god a great eagle with large wings and long pinions full of feathers of various colors came to lebanon and took from the cedar the highest branch great eagle see the eagle was a symbol of the assyrian highest god nisroch so here in this reference it is applied to the great king of babylon see if you remember daniel the prophet also saw the babylonian empire rising out of the sea in the form of a lion with eagle's wings look how the holy spirit is using people from different times who may not even know each other but still using the same imagery to convey the same meaning isn't it wonderful and isn't it showing the fact that the holy spirit is the author behind scripture wonderful large wings showing the extent of his empire full of feathers of various colors that shows the different languages dresses customs practices of the people of babylon and we see that lebanon is mentioned don't confuse that with the present day lebanon or that country lebanon see it refers to the temple of jerusalem it was another term for the temple of jerusalem the temple's woodwork if you remember was from the cedars of lebanon that's why you call it as lebanon over here the highest branch see that is referring to the small tuft at the top of the any tree so this refers to the nation of israel and precisely from the house of david it refers to king jeconiah who was roughly 18 years old at that time and many of the officers and people with him he cropped off its topmost young twig and carried it to a land of trade he set it in a city of merchants topmost young twig referring to king jeconiah who was 18 years old and who is otherwise called as coniah or jehoachin and he was taken in captivity to babylon then he took some of the seed of the land and planted it in a fertile field and he placed it by abundant waters and set it like a willow tree of the seed of the land the nebuchadnezzar was lenient he replaced jeconiah not with some other foreigner or somebody from his own country he replaced jeconiah with zedekiah jeconiah's uncle fertile field the land of israel was near abundant waters that what that that is what fertile field means over here willow tree that word in the hebrew root means to overflow expressing its liking for water judea was a land of brooks of water and fountains and springs and it grew and became a spreading vine of low stature its branches turned toward him but its roots were under it so it became a vine brought forth branches and put forth shoots see this is showing the subjugation of sadakaya under nebuchadnezzar like a vassal king so that juda could continue to experience relative peace and that juda will remain on the face of the earth branches refer to his sons princes and officers so became a vine branches shoots 
Chief Sadakaya had kept his oath of allegiance to Nebuchadnezzar, there would have been peace in that land. The fertile field points to the good conditions that they were experiencing at that time, even when they were under Nebuchadnezzar. But there was another great eagle with large wings and many feathers. And behold, this vine bent its roots toward him and stretched its branches toward him from the garden terrace where it had been planted, that he might water it. Another great eagle? Who is that? See, the first eagle was Babylon. The second one is Egypt. And specifically, Pharaoh Hophra. See, Pharaoh Necho was contemporaneous with King Manasseh. When the Levites took the ark to protect it, when Manasseh was desecrating the temple and the objects of the temple and was filling his kingdom with idol worship, the Levites escaped with the ark and sought protection under Pharaoh Necho. So this Pharaoh Hophra was the successor to Pharaoh Necho. Sadakiah did not realize that Babylon had already destroyed Egypt and made it subject to Babylon. It was planted in good soil by many waters to bring forth branches, bear fruit and become a majestic wine. A majestic wine. Nebuchadnezzar had taken Mataniah, that is the other name for Zedekiah, the youngest son of Josiah and put him on the throne as a vassal king. I shared this before. And he changed his name to Zedekiah. Nebuchadnezzar made Zedekiah swear an oath before God that he will be loyal to Nebuchadnezzar. But Zedekiah rebelled against Nebuchadnezzar and even broke the oath that he made before God. So the second eagle was Pharaoh Hophro. When Zedekiah foolishly turned to him for help, Isaiah spoke against such an agreement in his prophecies. Jeremiah and Ezekiel also spoke against the idea of Judah aligning with Egypt. See, the true prophets of God, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Isaiah and others declared that Nebuchadnezzar was God's instrument in disciplining his children and that the nation should not rebel against Nebuchadnezzar. Judah was not under oppression. They were experiencing relative peace even when they were under Nebuchadnezzar. Zedekiah did not have to rebel at all, but it was merely his selfishness, his foolishness that he became insubordinate to his allegiance to Nebuchadnezzar. And when Ezekiel was prophesying this event, Zedekiah's revolt and rebellion had not yet happened. This prophecy was given between 592 BC and 591 BC. We need to know that Zedekiah's final revolt against Babylon actually began in 587 BC. So this prophecy was given roughly five years before it happened. Say, thus says the Lord God, will it thrive? Will he not pull up its roots, cut off its fruit and leave it to wither? All of its spring leaves will wither and no great power or many people will be needed to pluck it up by its roots. Like Jeremiah and Isaiah, Ezekiel was against this alliance with Egypt. Behold, it is planted. Will it thrive? Will it not utterly wither when the east wind touches it? It will wither in the garden terrace where it grew. East wind pointing to Nebuchadnezzar. Instead of being loyal to the first eagle, it foolishly 
that is sadakaya foolishly and disloyally turned to the second eagle it will wither in the garden terrace where it grew remember that sadakaya was captured at jericho on jewish soil when he was escaping so that was the riddle and after this comes the explanation for this riddle which we will look in our next session so stay tuned for that god bless you